<laughs> Please note that this podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience and can <laughs> <laughs> screwed up <laughs> and it can it contains offensive language and frank barking and also adult themes your discretion is advised oh sorry i should get a sound effect though of like of, of, of a live studio audience i think i had one maybe i'll put it in you when did. i'm editing it so if you're listening to this on patreon folks listen to the actual one because i'll put in sound effects no i think i thought that was perfect <laughs> Hi, Frank. What a train wreck. Uh, oh, God. All right. Should well, I try that again? Uh, sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Please note, this podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience. And contains offensive language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> if you are looking for a link to a cute dog video, ah, uh, whether the mushroom you picked in your backyard is safe or fun to eat, ooh, what about a hockey card purchasing guide? Oh my god, that mushroom I picked was not safe to eat. <laughs> oh no, this is not the this podcast, is not a podcast for you. For you. Call for help. <laughs> I'm Sarah. That's <laughs> Haley, and we're here to track it up. Track it up. What's that? Up, up, up. <laughs> Nothing good. That's for sure. <laughs> God, before we get into some serious antics, why don't you tell us a bit about our sponsors? So yeah, uh, as usual, we want to give our raise the roof shout out to our amazing sponsors, Fansets. This episode is brought to you by Fansets. It is the place to get awesome pin collectibles. They have over 200 officially licensed Star Trek pins to pick from, with new one com- new ones coming out every month. Fuck. See all the pins and collectibles they have to offer at fansets.com. Fansets. Our pins have character. Like, literally, they are pins of characters. Yes. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I just looked at their website, and they got some new Wonder Woman ones and like from the movie like the like Gal- and the yeah emblem. like Gal Gadot yeah. yeah and there's the new Picard uh Dodge um Ajedia, yes and Saffron from Firefly oh right oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Hey, and there's some new She's stuff so good nine. yeah there's some fun stuff, so <clears throat> thanks fan sets yay okay um first first section is round table <laughs> round table <laughs> discussion Haley how are you Hey, Come how's on. it going? Well, how many minutes do I have? You have what as are much my... as you want. I'm good. Um, so uh, <laughs> as you know, episode of Rewind. <laughs> oh my God, I am a hero uh, because I saved a hummingbird that I came across on my walk home from work. Oh my gosh! 
it was a fledgling, so it was still fluffy and it had a small beak. And I, I was like, oh my God, there are no fucking trees around here. I'm like, I literally almost stepped on it. It wasn't hurt. So I just like Googled what to do and I cupped it in my hands and I walked home and I fed it some sugar water that I have in my feeders. And then literally like I just hung out with it for like 45 minutes. It was like hanging out in my hand the whole time until it felt good enough to take away, take off um, into the tree behind my place. Like it was so sweet and it was so awesome, but I'm also so thankful that it flew away because I was like, okay, now I'm a mom and I don't know what to do. And I have to find bugs to crush into the sugar water for protein. And I need to teach it to fly like that fucking movie with Anna Paquin and the geese. And I was like, I lived in, I like lived an entire life in 45 minutes. I was like, ah, then when it flew away, I was like, thank fucking God. And then I sat down and I was like, I miss some. Anyway, um, and then you look down at your hands, and they're like in the Star Trek movie with Chris Pine, where they're like four times the size. I'm allergic. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the bird did shit in my hand before it flew away, so I was like, "Okay, you're healthy. Right, you're, fine. you're fine." Um, what else? I spent like six hours on the water yesterday. Went whale watching. Ooh, um, did yeah, see? didn't. No, didn't see any. But it was it was just so nice to be out there and so relaxing. And like, we didn't talk about work, and it was. Great. Except for we did get caught up in these like fucking four meter swells. And I was like, what is this? The perfect storm starring oh, I think Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. no, he's not in it. No, he's in a different boat one. Yeah, the other yeah. boat one. The perfect storm had, um, yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Didn't it have George Clooney? George Clooney? Yeah, I think so. And so I was like, what the fuck is this? But yeah, um, so that was a lot of fun. And it was just like so beautiful. And oh, God, we live in such a nice place. I know. Nature. Yeah nature goulet so that's about it i mean work sucks whatever it's 2020 it's my job and yeah yeah you? Busy. so busy i actually have to i'll do some work after this but yeah. um i got what have i got uh first i have a podcast recommendation i have been binging this since i heard about it i heard about it on my favorite murder it's by Payne Lindsay. He's the guy yeah. who did, okay, you know, um, for those of you who don't know, he did a different true crime that was kind of like a, a cold case, right? And he helps basically yeah. solve it. Anyway, this one is a new one that he's done and it's got a, uh, it's, he's not really a host. He's kind of like a background, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like how- Narrator? Uh, narrator, thank you. Uh, Dream yeah. Wilson who we know from as Dwight or Harry Mudd. Anyway, it's uh, it's people writing in like really creepy, unexplainable stories. And you get like two stories what? in an episode. And one was like somebody who there was a total glitch in the matrix. And <gasps> one was like a serial killer, close encounter. One was like, just stuff where it's like, this is a story that people, I haven't told many people because they think I'm crazy, but here's <gasps> the story. And it's told by the person and it's called Radio Rental. And Radio I, Rental? Yes. And I highly recommend it. It's radio good. rental. I'm going to just add it. Um, you will. I, ha- it. I have two glitch in the matrix stories. I have a man in black story. <gasps> Should we share these right now? Do we want to have a creepy corner? Creepy, co- creepy corner. Creepy corner. <laughs> I think Ooh. so. I think people like things. Sure. If they don't like radio. Fast forward. Radio rental. Radio rental. Radio rental. Okay, tell me your creepy one. Well, I was working at Mayfair Mall at that West 49 store that sells like uh, snowboarding, stuff. escape state stuff. Yeah. yeah. This, so this was like 
15, 20 years ago. Like it was a while. It was like, you know, anyway, I was just like this guy, it was busy. Cause I think it was getting close to Christmas. So it was kind of like running around trying to help anybody who needed help. And those who were like, I'm fine. It's like, sweet. I don't have time yeah, yeah, for you. Anyway, this guy walks in and he went to the back of the store and then kind of just like stood there and then turned and left. And at the moment I was like, don't ever forget this moment. This is, you know how there's always that mystery of the men in black that they say show up at like at UFO things and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was not Will Smith and it wasn't Tommy Lee Jones. This guy was like tall and thin with like white ish pale skin, bald, old. (gasps) Think of Christopher Lloyd in who framed Roger rabbit. That same hat, that black hat and like a trench coat that was like leather or like, like, he was, I think he had gloves on too. And he just kind of like walked in. And I think I even said like, Hey, is there anything I can help you with? And he didn't say anything to me and he just left. And I just remember being like, that's the one time in my life I might have a story about what was that I just saw. Oh, and I remember watching God. him leave the store and saying to somebody like, did you see that guy? And they're like, no. And I was like, Oh, just always stuck with me. Ooh. It was creepy. That is creepy. Glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Um, I love those stories. Yeah. So I was 14 and I was at my this is before I knew you, I had a different best friend. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's a horror story in itself. <laughs> oh God. So I was hanging out at her house after school and her little sister was there and her mom was there. Oh God. Did you just, did you just pour like gasoline in a fucking, like Down the wrong tube? Oh, <laughs> go ahead. And so we're all hanging out and um, we look across the street. And so she's got a big picture window in her house and we look across the street um, and the house across the street and their picture window, there are these bright red, like brake light, like stoplight red flames in their picture window. And we're like, holy shit, call your mom. And so her mom comes and she's like, Jesus Christ, they're on vacation. Like there's a fire. We have to call the fire department. So she calls the fire department. <laughs> and uh you know whatever 911 they answer and they're like well what's the address and we look back out to get the address and the whole fucking street is full of like white odorless smoke like fog you can't see across the street now it's like Weird. it's middle of the day like like summertime ish and we're like what the fuck and so we're she just says okay well it's across the street from my address my address is this and then um all the smoke kind of dissipates somehow the fire truck shows up the flames are gone oh just one babe i'm doing my podcast hang on one sec Anyway, I'm trying to tell the story. This is a good story. There's smoke and mirrors and who knows what. Oh, anyway, and so they came. The fire department comes. The flames are gone. They touched the window, right, to feel for the heat. There's no heat at all. And then the fire department was like, next time call us when there's a real fire. Ooh. And I was like, fuck you. And also an adult called, right? Like, because she saw it. Anyway, we don't know what it was, but it was weird. super fucking weird. And another time my parents saw me in the house when I wasn't there. Oh yeah, that's that's not a good one. That's like they saw me. They saw me. They were coming home, 
the living room. This is at their house. So I wasn't even living at home and it was dark. They were coming home. Living room lights were on so you could see through the window. And they just saw me standing looking at the mantle. And they're like, oh, Haley's here. Walk in. No, I'm not. Oh, God. That's horrible. Isn't that fucking crazy? There's a really good story like that on this radio rental of a guy who... um, was out having a smoke and his girlfriend dressed in like, like club gear. Like it was like, you fucking asshole. And then he goes upside and like two seconds later, she's like, Hey babe, like I went out to grab something. He's like telling her the story and Oh, and he has it on video. She had a key to the apartment and it was her, but in a, Oh man, it's good. So check that out. Um, What else is going on? There's been all weekend, a virtual Star Trek convention put on by um, (coughs) a guy named Ryan T. Husk and Ciroc Lofton who played, um, um, Jake Sisko and yeah. they've been hosting like all these different like videos it's been so good it's like you know like you're the same as me we go through waves with our fandom just like we go through waves yeah. of whatever we're into like I want to craft and then it's like I don't want to craft ever again and like books <laughs> or whatever you know like yes. so like I'm so like in Star Trek right now because like after watching this I'm like I have to watch this I have to watch that like I saw yeah um a panel that had um Mary the two Klingons from Discovery I'm not going to try and remember their names let's be honest yeah um and then uh Dr. Bashir was on one and Nana nice. and um they've just been so good and then there was one that was all different pad- podcasts and you know good old Bill was on there and of course got a lot around yeah and, <laughs> and uh yeah, so that's that. Um, what else is going on? Um, I'm trying to watch all three series now from the beginning and alternating between them. So I've watched um, some Enterprise. Yeah. And it's, it's tough, but I'm going to yep. get there. Um, yep. I haven't fallen in love with any character yet, but I know it'll happen. Uh, yes. I really want to love Archer because I think Scott Bakula is kind of a, he's a hunk. So I'm, I'm working on it, but we'll he's see. a hunk, but he's a bad captain. Is he? He's just not a very good captain. Okay. He's not very good. You'll see. Okay. We'll see. Just. Yeah. Then watching Voyager. Yeah. From the beginning. That's been a blast. Because then I'm listening to the Delta Flyers, which is like um, Tom Paris and Harry Kim, like the two guys that play those parts doing a podcast that's covering each episode. So it's like, I'll watch it and then I can listen to it and be like, oh my God, background. And then Deep Space Nine, I was like, I have to watch this again. And now I'm like, after listening to one of the virtual videos where they had, they're talking to like the writers and stuff, like just everybody loves that show. It's everyone's yeah. favorite. And as I was watching it, I'm like, I gotta fucking watch the show again. Like, yeah, and I'm excited about it. So that's, that's life. That's it. I went for acupuncture. She got mad at me. And uh, are you still damp inside? She's like, <laughs> you've been eating raw food. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I yes. like salads. I know it's the summertime too, and you have such a nice garden, right? Yeah, I've been like picking so much zucchini. I've got more zucchini than I know what to do with. So yeah. Anyway, that's that. And then I've made my cocktail, and yeah, that's it. End of the show. Bye, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Take care. Um, I got I got lots of <laughs> wear a mask. Um, <laughs> I've got lots of Trek gossip for you. Okay. So let's start with Lower Decks. Lower okay. Decks. Two Decks. Two Decks. Um, two Decks. Uh, we have a date. August 6th. That's a Thursday. That is the of premiere. 2020? August. So like in a couple of weeks. <gasps> this year is turning around. It's coming. Um, we know it takes place late TNG. 
Um, cool. So the TNG DS9 universe. Yeah. Um, and so some of the new photos that have been released, like the, the phasers that they're holding in the holodeck, it kind of looks familiar. Um, it looks like what we know from TNG, very nostalgic for the way they've drawn it. Yeah. Um, we know it centers around the lower deckers, so not the actual bridge crew. Um, so we get to see it through the eyes of those that are at a lower rank, which is kind of nice. unique and fun and how they don't have the details of the jobs that they're doing. They're just being told to do stuff. It's cool. a half hour comedy. So that's new to Star Trek. And their tagline is rarely going where no one has gone before. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we're going where everyone else is going. Like we're not fancy. Yeah. We're not a special ship. So um, a trailer has been released. I think I sent you an email that had a link to the trailer. So I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So check cool. it out. It's cool. super funny. I laughed. The trailer was great. I'm so excited. Awesome. And um, one of the big exciting things to come of that is that um, Trek Geeks will be doing a podcast for it with on part of their Discovering Trek because Discovery's not on right now. So they're going to oh. be doing Lower Decks and I'm going to be on it. So Yay. me, Bill, Dan, and a guy named Casey. So that's, oh, so cool. Yeah. So I'm super excited for that. Fun. Picard season two spoilers or oh information um they've broken down the story into episodes and are starting the scripts and writing okay there's possibilities of brent returning in some way like maybe like as noonie and soon's son that we yeah. saw um expect some more starfleet this time because there wasn't really a lot of starfleet that they no had. i know i missed it um mr jonathan frake said he'd love to return and put the uniform back on uh lavar burton has pretty much confirmed that he'd be back and gates mcfadden is kind of dropping hints too that maybe she might be back um so that's and then somebody in one of the chats for this con that's been happening kind of said that it sounds like it's been confirmed there's a season three for picard so i don't know if that's true but i knew they said two for sure but we'd like three Oh, okay. So yeah, I I, maybe that was sure. the rumor I heard as well. And do you um is is Whoopi still? Yeah. Remember when he went on the View or whatever? Yeah, she's she's coming back. Yay! Yeah. Yay. Um, and Jason Isaacs, who we know and love as Mr. Lucius Malfoy, mm-hmm. said that he would love to return to Star Trek and play the prime version of Lorca. And he just loved being a part of the show so much. He loved the cast and family that he's like pretty much like talking to the producers being like, get me on. But he's kind of being picky about it because he's like, if I'm going to come back, I want it to be good too. Like you guys are known for your good writing and stuff. So maybe it could be in the Section 31 show or maybe the other series that's going to be coming out with Pike or it could be a short trek. Um, And he said he'd happily go on a starvation diet to slip back into the uniform. Oh, cute. Um, Speaking of short treks, have you watched any? So I watched the one, right? Oh, yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. Tilly met Poe. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I've seen. Oh, show. Okay. Yeah. Um, But it's still there. I know it's available. Mm -hmm. It's on Crave. Crave. I have that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll watch one before the next podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I did enjoy it because it was just like a little peek into like a side story, which gives a little bit more context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll Have get you seen there. them all? I've seen them all. Well, actually, I haven't seen all the one that was Rain Wilson um, as Harry Mudd in The Escape, The Escape Artist. And everyone said oh, it's okay. super funny. So I want to, I don't have Crave, but I have sci-fi TV, so I might be able to find oh, it. Oh, yeah. On demand, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Cool. Um, I was going to do a new section in here called The Enterprise Corner. 
but then I was yeah. like, no, I'm going to do the Voyager Corner because I'm rewatching that. But now I'm rewatching everything, so I'm just kind of <laughs> like, I don't think that there's that much. To now do. it's going to be like the four corners. I know. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else I need to say about that. I've just been really enjoying watching it. It's kind of like my early morning with my coffee thing. Nice. Um, so we're doing your episode tonight. The one that you wanted to watch. That's right. And before we get into a really good, awesome kick-ass synopsis by you. Yeah. I want to quickly touch base on what Bill and Dan said regarding what we covered last week, which was phantasms. Ah. I forgot to do that last time. Dan had said, skip it. It's a well-known established fact that dated dreaming episodes are not usually very good. Oh, what? I know. And Bill said, skip it. I hate dated dreaming episodes. This one is no exception. Oh, my God. Tell us how you really feel. They need to... They need to watch it again. I'm just, I'm not going to be mean. Yeah. I'm just going to say fucking. I really yourself a mint cake and watch it. <laughs> Have at her. <laughs> Have at her. Jeez. Yeah. It was so fun. I thought it was. I fun. liked it. I think it was great. I had a great time. Oh God, me too. It was such a nice departure from the crap of season one. Oh, lest we forget. Oof. All right. All right. So, so what's the episode? The episode that I chose for us to watch this time around is a little episode, a little ditty called uh, Cupid with the letter Q, P-I-D. Oh my God. Which Clever. We just, we just discussed is a play on the word Cupid. Q- C-U-P-I-D. Fucking, I had no idea until this very moment. Mark this day. <laughs> Mark this day in time. Fucking Sunday, July 19th, 4.14 p.m. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I am such a fan of Q and of Q episodes. Mm -hmm. Can you bring people back from the dead? Only people I like. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) So I was very happy to to watch this. Um, And so without further adieu, may I? Please. Synopsis? Okay. I'm just, it's going to be red, so just expect it. Settle in. Pour a drink, folks. Wait, what are you drinking? We haven't talked about this. Well, we talked about it, but the people listening. I want to hear about what you're having. So I'm having a local, uh, it's a, I think it's a Saison ale. Shinzon? Shinzon. Oh, I wish. Well, it's kind of. You know, it's the color of his veins when they got all poppy. Um, it's it's sort of a, a, so it's purple for one, so it's not a real beer really. But it's got those butterfly pea blossoms in it that your gin had last time. And it's got a little bit of lavender in it as well. So it's just a nice summer. You know, I do feel pretty calm right now. It's probably that mushroom I ate from my backyard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and And you are having? An old-fashioned... So it's a sugar cube, a maraschino cherry, bourbon whiskey, some bitters. Nice. I love maraschino cherries. Right? And I also like those cherries that you bake with that are like super sticky and you can get them in like a plastic container. Oh, yeah. Are they green too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. So natural. Like wherever, (laughs) if you have them on like a cutting board, that cutting board's going to have green spots and red spots forever. It's It's like dark. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. So many of my wooden utensils are yellow now. Yeah. Fail. Oh, classic. Um, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Well, get ready for a Q episode. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Tagus 3. Picard is getting ready to provide the keynote address during an event down on that planet. He's working hard in his ready room to finalize the lecture when Troy enters in her GD onesie, looking amazing, and mm-hmm. making me feel bad about myself, which is compounded by me eating chips while watching the episode. Fuck. Always. Yeah. Troy says it's too bad that outsiders aren't allowed to visit the planet's ruins. Picard has spent a lot of time learning about the various archaeological expeditions in the planet's history. He enters his quarters, still playing on his little iPad. Then the room dims. He sets the iPad down. His attention is turned to a tiki sculpture. Vash, some harlot he has a history with from Riza, is standing in his bedroom door. She kisses him after making some absurd joke about coming in through the window. Fuck you. Cut to Picard serving tea. Turns out Vash is a member of the Archaeology Council, who basically stalked Picard down to Tagus 3. The doorbell rings, and Crusher and Vash face off. So Crusher and Picard, for people who don't know, they always have their breakfast together. It's a thing. It's a thing. Picard introduces her as Beverly and then quickly reverses course, calling her Dr. Crusher. What is she going to write in her diary about that? Mm-hmm. Something's Both- up. Oh, fuck. Both women throw shade at each other, which makes me very happy to know that we're just as fucking catty in the future as we are in the present. Way to behave. Way to lift each other up. (laughs) Never change. (laughs) Riker is in 10 forward, drinking looks like a Kool-Aid. He is eyeing up Vash and starts to hit on her. She calls him out on it and references that Picard either uses his pickup lines on her or makes fun of his. Vash is slightly irked that Picard hasn't mentioned her to any of his staff. I think it's maybe because she isn't worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe she's a starfish or something. (laughs) Burn. Harsh. Harsh. True. I know. She just looks like like she wouldn't put in the fucking effort. Vash sits in Picard's chair on the bridge, including putting her friggin' feet up on it. And I'm just like, stop. He comes out of his ready room and he's like, the fuck? And then they say that they'll see each other at the reception. Everyone on the bridge is picturing Picard in his birthday suit. Or maybe it's just me. <laughs> at the reception, Bosch is wearing necklaces that fall... Or no, I have to do that again. At the reception, Bosch is wearing... Ne- fucking... I'm not even drunk. This sucks. At the reception, Bosch <laughs> is wearing earrings that fall into a necklace. <laughs> worth, worth repeating three times? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's like doing my stupid drink video twice. I'm not even going to post this. This <laughs> waste of my I time. I hate myself. Um, <laughs> nice legs. Is that for a human? Oh, remember when when yeah, Dorn? Uh, yeah, I was like, I would pay Michael Dorn up to and including fifty bucks for him to say that to me. That's in Canadian dollars, Dorn. I have it in my wallet. Let's let's go right now. It's red, and if you scratch it, it smells like maple syrup. You want this $50 bill. You can see through it in one section. It's cool. You can't rip it. No, uh, and you can wash it. Hmm. Vash is like, why haven't you told anybody about me, about us, as if she's in some serious relationship with him? Picard is like, because oh, I, I don't want to tell people my shit. Deal with it. 
Yeah. Picard returns to the ship, and upon entry to his ready room, Q is sitting in his chair. Oh, here's How about ever. a big hug? Yay! <laughs> yay! My, yay! My good God, Q has got to be my favorite character. Sorry, bearded Riker. Wesley <gasps> who? The weird energy cloud from that one episode? Ugh, I'm a Q girl now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They banter back and forth, and Q says that he could bring Picard to the ruins. Picard's curiosity is piqued. Q changes into a safari sort of adventurer outfit. <laughs> Brian Fellows. <laughs> I take a minute to recover from that. <laughs> Picard asks Q to leave and beckons Riker to his ready room. He mentions his concern that Q wants to do something nice for him. Riker says he'll alert the crew. Oh boy. I know. Picard visits Vosh's quarters and she acts all pissy and Picard feels obligated to apologize about not telling people about her. Turns out that she's super into the archaeological ruins. And then Picard takes some ancient tools used to dig and says that they have to be confiscated because in the future there are no better tools to conduct a dig, apparently. They have words and Picard leaps. In bed, Picard is visited by Q. Q berates him about being manipulated by a woman. By the way, I have to say that there is a fantastic book by Peter David where Q and Loxana get together. It is a real melding of the powers of the universe. I loved it. Also, IQ is a really good book too, written by Peter David and John Delancey. Peter David does most of the the Trek novels that I like. Mm -hmm. I just like his writing style. Anyway, I was typing this and not paying attention, but I expect that Picard said something and Q responded with, as you wish, which will mean that they'll start the Robin Hood stuff soon, which is all I care about. (laughs) Now, in my youth, I remembered this episode being all Robin Hood all the time, so I'm like kind of disappointed that it's taken this long to get there. Hmm. And then my note, okay, yay, it's happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's your diary, it's happening. I know. Picard practices his keynote speech on the ship and the participants start to be clad in Robin Hood outfits and then they're transported to Robin Hood land. Picard is Robin Hood. Riker is Little John. Yeah. Tata is Friar Tuck. Ha ha. Worf. (laughs) My favorite quote of this episode and top 10 of this series. Sir, I protest. I am not a merry man. This is what I say every day when I go into the office. (laughs) (laughs) Worf and some guy on a horse fight, and everyone retreats, but Worf is still hungry for blood. In the (laughs) distance, a horse whinnies, and Q shows up all handsome and shit. He's the sheriff of Nottingham. He says Marion's head, Vash's head, will come off at noon tomorrow. And then I answered a text, and then I caught the last part of the scene where Q basically says, Don't you dare come to Nottingham Castle or else! Bash continues to be a bitch. I'm not sure why I hate her. <laughs> Maybe it is because she is a giant slut. <laughs> <laughs> no shaming. Oh, no. Sorry. That's jealousy talking. It is. Call it what it is. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jordy is playing his lute or whatever, and Worf cannot take it. He smashes it against a tree trunk. I think his leggings are maybe too tight. For, <laughs> hi- for, for him, not for me. <laughs> Troy attempts to hit a tree with her bow and arrow, but the arrow impacts Data just above the six intercostal support, which thankfully didn't impact his biometric function. Oh, thank God. Marion has me. promised... Yeah, I know. Ooh, ooh. Marion has promised some guy named Sir Guy to be his wife. Like, okay, we get it. You're a male, Sir Guy. Mm. I think it's to stop her from being executed. Her motives are so transparent. 
Picard tries to spring Marion slash Bosch, and she's just not interested. She's like, I'll find my own way to escape instead of going with you right now. Sir Guy shows up, and Bosch pulls a sword on Picard. Q finds out that Vosh is trying to jump across the kingdom, so he calls for a double execution. No. I know. Then some other things happen. Picard says Vash shouldn't have interfered like most women do. Like, to the very end, she's a fucking thorn in everyone's side. There are only eight minutes left, and I don't think this is going to end the way I want. (laughs) (laughs) Riker and Jordy and the rest are disguised as watchers at the execution. Data fools around with some crap in his forearm and makes a big explosion that distracts everyone. Patrick Stewart's stunt double gets some valuable screen time (laughs) during a fight. (laughs) Crusher knocks a guy unconscious and looks too happy for it to have been any other result than what she expected. Q is eating a non-disarticulated chicken wing. (laughs) Picard stabs Sir Guy to death. I wonder to myself how many people Picard has killed, directly or indirectly. According to the internet, the number is 40. I wonder how he sleeps at night. (laughs) (laughs) Dark turn. Yeah. Picard and Vosh tell Q that Picard has come out of this experience a better man. Q is like, I'm outie. Everyone is back in the briefing room, except for Vosh. Crusher asks where Vosh is. <laughs> Burn. I know. She shows up on his couch in his in Picard's ready room, and it's revealed that Vosh is a Q, I think. More <laughs> like Rosh. Right? Anyway, the rest of the episode is boring. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident that she's not a Q. I think it's that she's made a contract with Q. Like, they're dating now. And he's going to flip her around the world and travel. I thought that he gave her the powers of the Q, but I guess he can make her appear and disappear or whatever. I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I guess we weren't really paying attention. Well, if it's just her on the screen, do I need to see anymore? I know, agree. Is Vosh a Q? I, like, she had no reason to be so snippy at the beginning. It's like, if my boss told me about his one night stand on vacation, I'd be like, this is inappropriate, boss. Like... And that's what happened. Totally. What does she think? Yeah. There ain't no ring. It ain't a thing. Mm. Um, I'm just looking right now. I'm real alpha saying Q. Mm, mm. Oh, Q is curious <laughs> about her. So he offers her a chance to accompany him to explore the universe. Right. And Picard's like, oh, you probably shouldn't. And then she's like, I will, though. <laughs> I'm going to try to make you jealous by hanging out with Q now. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> See ya. Don't trip on your way out. <laughs> oh. Like, okay, bye. He's already okay. like calling up Crusher. Oh, it's time for breakfast. Oh. How do you, you like know. your eggs in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> over easy. Oh. What? <laughs> that over easy. <laughs> True. Sorry, uh, Dad. Should we discuss the episode or do you want to break it up with some facts and notes first? You know, you go ahead and tell me your thoughts. I didn't really, I didn't really prepare thoughts on the episode. I feel like I kind of captured in in the synopsis with my one-off comments. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll trigger something. Okay. Trigger warning. Sorry, that's not funny. (laughs) It's not Not funny. Not in this world, no. No. This isn't 2005. No, I know. Jeez. Those were the days. I don't know what happened. <sighs> okay. Um, first off, uh, Bill and Dan said it was to see it. Both of them said see it. So this is the first oh, time we're going to see it. And so 
thank God, because else there was going to be problems. We were going to yeah. we we'll find their phone numbers and call them up live on, yeah. on the show. Okay, my thoughts. Uh, Troy and Crusher looked so gorgeous in costume because oh. they didn't have so much 90s hair and makeup. That to take away from their sense. natural beauty. Like when they're they in their are little, so pretty. They're so pretty. And I always especially find that with Gates McFadden's character of Crusher, they always did really crazy things with the hair and that 90s brown makeup with the harsh oh, cheekbones and stuff. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like they both looked so good in this episode because they were like cute little costumes running around and doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um Loved the arrow into Data, um, yeah. and the smashing of the instrument. I mean, those are just such <laughs> iconic everything. I, I remember those so well. Yeah. Um, I loved how curious Dr. Crusher was of Vash and just wanted to, like, just, like, that whole scene was so, like, uh, so real. Like, that doesn't matter what century we're in. That's still a behavior that people will have. And it's like, just pure up. curiosity, too, about someone they, they know nothing about because he's so private. So any yeah. chance that they have. Um, the executioner was a babe. The executioner is always the babe, big muscly oh, arms with a hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, when Riker and uh, LaForge disrobed to help rescue everyone at the end, I was like, oh my God, it's like the thunder from down under at the Excalibur Hotel <laughs> because they're in like, <laughs> Excalibur clothing and they're like, what? Totally. It's laughing. Like, uh, um, Yes, I noticed like what you said is that Crusher looked so happy to get that guy. She had total bloodlust. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yes. I noticed that Picard in all of the scenes where he was kissing, his eyes were open, and I was like, I don't like that. I hate I, that. That bugs me. Don't just close your eyes. Um, <laughs> what I I would take up an offer. Oh yeah, I was with Vash getting the offer from Q to like explore and stuff. I wrote in my notes, I would take up any offer Q gave me. Want to spend a year living as a slug in an outhouse with me? Yes. <laughs> uh, so those are my thoughts. Um, and I think we have some facts and notes here. I'll start. Yeah. Okay. Uh, while filming a fight with the castle guard, Jonathan Freaks was injured. From the stuntman's <gasps> sword after it broke through the little John quarterstaff, and he had to be taken to the hospital in oh, Robin no. Hood era clothing. Oh, Frakes, how embarrassing. I know. Frankly, had remarked how funny it was, though, that no one in the Hollywood hospital thought it was a weird thing to have happened because they probably yeah, totally. see it all the time with like stuntmen. Yeah. Uh, you? That's cute. Yeah. Uh, ironically, Marina Sirtis and Gates McFadden were the only members of the cast that were trained in sword fighting, yet only the men were allowed to use swords. Ugh. Classic. They already have swords. Pork swords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that term since I saw Juno. I know. Uh, the scene where Worf grabs the mandolin from Geordi and smashes it against a tree is a takeoff of the scene from National Lampoon's Animal House, where John Belushi's character grabs the guitar from the folk singer on the stairs of the frat house and smashes it against the wall. He then sheepishly apologizes for his actions, as does Worf. <laughs> oh, I've never seen that. Neither have I. It's yeah. pretty iconic, but I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah, no. Wait, I have to tell you about a movie that I just saw Ooh. for the first time ever. All right. Ready? Side, side, side stories. Yeah, it's three words. You've got mail. Oh! <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah. It's cute. It's cute. It's also... Um, I remember it. I remember Sleepless in Seattle much better. I haven't seen that, but... Um, 
It's good. I, I recently watched it for the first time since it like came out, and I was like, this is cute. cool. Yeah, um, You've Got Mail was less cute because it was about this guy who like ends up lying to this girl because mm. he, he knows that she doesn't like him, but they've mm. been conversing over email and they don't know who each other is, and mm. he finds out that it's her, and then he kind of lies and manipulates her into like, it could be easily like a horror movie, and so like we actually ended up watching those trailers that are oh. turned they turn like comedies into horrors like dumb and dumber mrs doubtfire hello oh, anyway yeah the mary poppins one yeah oh i don't know if i've seen Super that one creepy they could make it a horror Jiminy, movie Jiminy, yes Jiminy, Jiminy. or the shining and it's like a rom-com oh yeah shining. <laughs> i love that one That's a classic <laughs> if people have never heard of this go on youtube and look for like fake movie trailers and it's, oh they're so great People have talent, man. Like, I just, I, I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, here's no, another. Sidebar is good. Yeah. Here's another. Um, Fun fact. Fast fact. Well, that, that worked. Uh, the moment where Bausch stumbles while pacing in her Marion gown was not scripted. The actress actually tripped, but they kept it in because it was suggested that uh, Vosh wasn't used to wearing long gowns. Who is? <laughs> dead silence <laughs> everyone's like is my pot I, my headphones broken <laughs> who wi- who- it'd be funny if we just kind of like cut out in the middle yeah. like who wi- we've been here the whole time all right that was easy okay oh those grams oh those golden grams crispy (laughs) crunchy gram cereal brand new breakfast treat okay go (laughs) can't get enough of that sugar (laughs) you can never get enough (laughs) as robin hood is about to be beheaded Friar Buck <laughs> attempts to create a distraction by throwing a device into a fire grate, but the object bounces a couple times and falls out of the grate through a hole at the bottom. I noticed it when I watched. He what? goes to throw it to like create the distraction, the thing he took yeah. out of his arm, and you yeah. see it just kind of fall out of the bottom of the prop, and you're like, <laughs> Do you want to reshoot that? No. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. Yeah. Cut. Uh, when when Picard stabs Sir Guy, it is clear uh, he is a stunt man. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's classic. That um, happens. I have a couple of would you rather's. Oh okay. Ooh, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Would you rather be the woman who has to be rescued by Picard, or be the woman helping kick ass to help save Picard's woman? Hmm. <clears throat> Mm. Well, the risk of being injured is probably higher if I were helping to to mm. rescue someone, or I could just fucking run away. No one's mm. gonna notice. Can't run away if I'm stuck in a castle. Mm. But the bonus of being in a castle is that there's presumably some food and water there, and like a place to sit. Kind of lazy. So. Uh, no, I'm going to help because I don't want to be rescued because I don't like the attention. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want people to waste their time, mm-hmm. but I'll waste my time. Mm-hmm. I'll do that all day long. There you go. 
Who would you rather? What would you rather? I don't want to be the damsel in distress. I'd rather be kicking ass. That's yeah. just, yeah. I wouldn't um, even be in distress. I'd just be like, oh. If I was God, 16, I I'd have a different down. answer. I want to be a princess in a castle and yeah. it has to rescue me. And then you like grow up and realize like that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> We're just general old women now. So it's there's like, a reason I'd I rather just kill me. somebody, okay? Yeah. I'd rather kill multiple people <laughs> and then be on the lamb. Yeah. Uh, Thelma and Louise style. Um, yeah. Would you rather be in the Robin Hood world or the Camelot world? Which was actually another option they considered for this episode. Um, okay, so sorry. Camelot was, was like the Knights of the Round Table. So it's kind of similar, but it's not really, I don't know. It's a shitty Did place. they? They didn't do that, though, for... Robin, for, Robin Hood's completely different from the story of Camelot. Yeah. Do an episode yeah. using Camelot. Yeah, would you rather be in Robin Hood or would you rather be in a different world like that like if you were going to be like thrown into something by q uh, i mean i feel like the world of robin hood is like a little more jovial i feel like camelot's very like knights of the round table kind of king arthur and the stone yeah Mer- fucking merlin we don't need merlin <laughs> distracting us while the fucking fire alarms going yeah. off um well what about if, you wait what about well you? i had more to that that question oh. i kind of realized that i wrote it in a weird way that i could actually amalgamate the two together because i was going to say what other famous couple would you like to have been wrapped up in during a q adventure romeo and juliet sid and nancy bonnie and clyde tom cruise and renee zellweger and jerry Maguire. <laughs> you uh, think of like a famous that. famous couple oh classic. and i uh, don't what, know what about, about sister sister whatever and captain von trapp Oh my lord! Thank you. Good God! That Alfie de Sane. I do. I do. I do. I would do. Oh, love that one. That movie. And that. then you could also just like sing with what's her face too. Mm, yeah. How do you like, solve a problem like Maria? Well, you kick her out of the way and you take over. That's what you do. <laughs> you poison those blueberries or whatever. Um. Yeah. Good one. Thank you. I think it'd be fun to kind of do like Bonnie and Clyde. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so I have two things here. One that you know about and one that you don't know about. Our rewind section. Rewind. Rewind. Actually, rewind. before we do that, what are we going to give this episode? Do you want to do a rating scale? Should we do a quick one? Yeah, I want to do like four Maid Marian hats. I'm, I can't remember if she was wearing like a princess, like a big witch mm. princess hat with like some tassels and shit. But I would do four of those. And um, while you're at it, throw a Q uh, Brian Fellows adventurer hat in there. And um, just the steaming sexual tension between Vosh and Picard and Crusher and Picard and all the possibilities there. There you go. Let me just say. Yeah. This is why you do the ratings. <laughs> I give it nine smashed lutes <laughs> and a and a, a merry wharf. Because <laughs> he is a merry man. Um, He's a merry man. I love his little bob. <laughs> <laughs> nice your hair. Bob. <laughs> nice bob. <laughs> everybody hates your fucking bob okay um so for rewind one of the questions i was going to kind of ask you was about star trek memorabilia 
if you yeah. have anything, if there's anything that you've always kind of wanted, um, tell me a little bit about your world of, of Star Trek memorabilia, whether it's from when you're a kid or whether it's stuff that you've got at conventions or things you've seen. Well, I mean, we've been to so many conventions and like spend so much time in the vendor room that there's so much shit in there that I want, like one of everything, please. But in terms of what I do have, I don't have a huge collection of stuff, but I, um, I have a TNG mouse pad Mm. at work. I also have some post-it notes that say resistance is futile. Brilliant. I have a really creepy porcelain mug that I used to keep on my piano for tips. It is of Riker's head. Yes. (laughs) Somewhere I have a necklace with a Klingon symbol on it that you got me. I have a Voyager pin that I wear with my blazer. I have a disco t-shirt somewhere. I have a figure of Riker with trombone, also from you. Tromboner. Tromboner. (laughs) I, what I used to have, so I used to have clothes, like lots of clothes. So I used to have a pair of flared Starfleet Academy sweatpants that said Starfleet on the butt. And the gray hoodie that said um, Starfleet Academy holodeck hoverball. But I like, I had to like, they were, I wore those to death. Mm. They were just like thin cotton, nothing left to the imagination. They're gone. Um, I used to have a commemorative Riker plate, but I might've donated it when I moved. I can't remember. I don't think I would have though. Cause it was so epic. It's probably in my storage. Also, I used to have the hoodie that I bought us, the Vulcan in the streets, Klingon in the sheets one, but I, I donated it because I was like, this is kind of vulgar to wear. Yeah. I wore it to a party and everyone was like, that's the best hoodie I've ever seen. Yeah. I guess I just didn't feel comfortable wearing it anymore. Not even I was around like, the house? Nah. I don't really wear hoodies. Mm, I love hood. I live in hoodies. I know you love your hoodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I also used to have like a framed, like four foot by three foot poster of a cross section of the Enterprise D, and it was really cool to see like all the different floors and it was all the scale. Like that was mm-hmm. super cool. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of like keychains and shit, and then like a bunch of other shit that I bought at the gift shop at the experience and in the vendor room, like a billion autographs and stuff and and photos that I think I also just donated mm-hmm. when I Marie Kondoed things. I was like, this did bring me joy, and now it will bring joy to someone else. <sighs> I know. Um, yeah, go ahead. What about the T-shirt that you had with the Enterprise that it said she lives? <laughs> I just had a photo of you wearing that with the wharf mask. And I was like, that shirt was so rad. <laughs> That's back when I like would scour like boys, like at Valley Village, I'd go like find like boys t-shirts when I could fit into them. And <laughs> she lives fucking like rainbow warp um, behind the, and that was like an enterprise, like old school. That was such a rad shirt. She lives. <laughs> Fucking. So I, I, so I've had like several yeah. of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of what I want, what I've always wanted, um, I've always wanted like, like a nice piece of like jewelry, like earrings or a mm. ring. If my hands weren't so brutal looking, um, I'd like to try the Picard, like the Chateau Picard wine, but they don't mm. ship to Canada. And we can't go there now. Yeah. Um, and then if TNG was ever taken off Netflix, I think I would buy the Blu-ray collection, but I oh, would yeah. make sure, yeah, I would just make sure to like very carefully collect the discs for seasons one and two and just 
take a roll of sandpaper to them so as to not ever watch them again. Oh, harsh. Yeah. Nope. Love it. How, how about you? You've got such a nook going on. I do. But it's not just I, track. No, it's not. It's everything. Uh, I, I think I regret having gotten rid of what I had as a kid. When I was a kid, I had a Star Trek room. <gasps> like when I was 10, 11, 12, like, this was what I did. Like we went to conventions as a family and I had yeah. like all the action figures that came. It was the nineties, right? It was like toys and wheels in Mayfair. Oh. It was like the place to go for all of those TNG Ripped action toys figures. And wheels. Right. Yeah. And Hans Christian yeah. Anderson. Um, yep. Yep. And I had the whole, like the big bridge to put all the action figures in. And I had like the ships, like the <sighs> enterprise and I got, Deep Space Nine action figures, and I got rid of all of them and kind of, I kept a few things, but not much. Um, yeah. You know, as you get to be a teenager and you have garage sales and you can sell stuff to make money to buy more stuff, like, okay. <laughs> so I kind of regret that. But I still have some things from when I was a kid, like these little trading cards and stuff, which I really love. Um, Cute. My dad seems to find stuff here and there. And I yeah. still have lots of stuff that we got when we were at the convention. I still have my magazines. Like I had the first issue of star trek next generation magazine and second nice. issue like you know some of the novels i'm looking around at my nook right now um oh i've got I, the wesley uh, the wesley edition. yeah i really wish i had bought the borg mug that they had at the experience like i know that people had it and it broke and shattered but it was so cool it was like square and like i wouldn't use it to drink i would just have it as like a thing for like my pencils or something okay really but guess that. what guess what dude what i have that you did i you still, still do. do. I use it at work for my pens and <sighs> I can attest the fucking bottom of it. It's like, it's made out of paper mache. It just yeah. shattered everywhere. And, yeah. and there's no way it's like not finished inside. I'm like, this is yeah. not something that you would drink out of ever. No, no. Ooh, I also it. bought it. I also bought like a six pack of Romulan ale. Mm, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah. I, I wish I had the um, captain's chair dog bed too for Frank because it's pretty rad. Aww, I remember well, seeing it time. when we were there in 2017 at the convention. I was like, I want that bed, but I think it's too small for him. He's pretty fat. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, yeah, but the other thing I was going to say was um, I got to thinking about this today, and I was looking at some of the old videos of when we went to Star Trek Las Vegas, and I somebody was tweeting about it, and I just said, I think I tweeted out being like. I really, really wish that I was just talking to Haley right now about our upcoming trip. Like, I'm so <gasps> bummed we don't have an upcoming trip. Like, of course, the convention has since been moved to December, which we know and we talked about. And it's not probably going to happen. But I just remember it being like that element of like, we would like book in January or February yep. to go yep. in August. And then yep. the things that we would do to get ready. And so I was going to be yes. like, I know that I would make, and I'll get into this a little bit more in detail after you share your stuff, but spreadsheets, I'll talk about the spreadsheets, but I remember one yeah. thing we always did would we do like a shop together to Walmart to get like, you know, our yeah. bathroom stuff, our makeup. And we would like get together and do our nails and like plan our outfits and like, Oh, like tell me a little bit about what you remember of the, the planning of STLV. I also remember that we had like a count, down and the countdown sometimes started like three four months in advance yeah, 100 days. and we'd be like holy shit there's 73 more sleeps yeah and just like celebrating the milestones and talking about all the fun stuff that we did while we were there the last year and just getting excited about the things that we wanted to do and what order and like 
somehow by the grace of God, we both were like these crazy organized people that loved structure. And so your itineraries where it was like, we will wake up at this time. We will be downstairs at this time. We catch the monorail at this time. We go to McDonald's and have seven hash browns and a Gatorade. And then like just everything about it. And then snacks, like you'd always have like a fucking thing of stone wheat thins for the hotel. Um, you know, you got to have those dry crackers when you're, <laughs> after you've had two, two drinks and you're hammered because you're young. Um, and Two rosés from the resort club lounge. can we talk about resort club lounge again i know we've done this before in depth but fuck i love that place (laughs) that place it's like everybody knew your name nancy (laughs) nancy grace always on the tv just screaming into the mic yeah Uh, that's a child (laughs) and then like all the free newspapers you could ever want just get like a spoon of nuts uh or like like plain rippled chips and uh and then like muffins. realizing muffins and then realizing that you could just fucking take your bottle like a bottle of wine like out of the ice bucket and be like this is mine now <laughs> claimed i sneezed on it it's mine yeah yeah and just like overlooking the city on like the 11th floor or whatever it was i can't remember 14th floor doesn't matter the floor that Barry Manilow lived on. And, um, uh, God, yeah, it was so cool. It was just so nice. It was such a treat. We um, felt so high roller. I know. This is what it's like. To, no, it's not. It's way better no. for the real people. Um, I remember my itineraries, I think, as every year progressed, they got so much more detailed. Like, I would spend hours. I would color code it. And yeah. then I would wait until like the week before we left because that's when they would yeah. actually release the actual schedule. Yeah. And then there'd be like the pain of like so-and-so canceled yes. or so-and-so got added last minute. And then you're like looking at their schedule being like, oh my God, this is when we're supposed to go to the Ross, but this is when we get our photo with Zachary Quino. And then it's like, you know the math about how long it takes to get from the hotel to the monorail to the store, to cross the street over at Caesar's Palace, to run past the guy dressed up as Barney that you want to punch in the nuts. <laughs> the, you know, and and then there's the parties last minute, and then there's the people that you meet that are like, we're doing a party, and then we're doing this, and it's like, oh God, like I loved organizing, like, you know, now I like to do trips a little bit more fly by the seat of your pants, but if yes, there's like things totally. that you need to see and you don't want to miss, it's like... And then, like, you half the time we'd be like, screw it. By Friday or Saturday, we're like, I'm just going to sit and get drunk and hang out with people because we're like, I don't care if I see this on stage anymore. We're so over it. I know. Well, and remember, we were there for, like, one week and, like, seven days or six nights and seven nights. I can't remember. And, like, the last day, we were so fucking done that we just watched Law & Order yes. for, like, six hours. Yes. I just remember, and I love, like... I was thinking about this the other day because I was thinking about counting steps and like how usually like I do like 25,000 steps or something a day in Vegas. And just like the first day where you walk around and you're all excited and then, you know, you go to sleep and you get up in the middle of the night to pee or something. And like you put your feet on the ground and it's just like, oh gosh, (laughs) I can't put any weight on these. Like, what have I done? I'm never going to be able to walk again. I think we both like sat on the edge of the tub, like with our feet in like trying to like soak and be like are we gonna be okay <laughs> i know it's like why it's like you bring all these like cute outfits and cute accessories and by like day two you're like fuck it it's too fucking hot yeah wearing the same thing my mel- yep. makeup is melting off my face my flats are like no arch support like now i would be yep. there with like cross trainer nikes with a 
ankle brace, yep. my ankle full time, a back brace, and I got a fucking fanny pack full of like, <laughs> like pain medication, <laughs> chapstick, and hand sanitizer. <laughs> And I'll be like, whatever, sunscreen. Like, this is forty, man. Like I'm just like all about it's feeling true. good, not looking good. It's not Remember about how I look; it's about how I feel. Look, it's how I feel. Remember when we were like on this health kick, but not really, but we wanted to be, and we were like, let's pack our sneakers. We'll get up at five. We'll go for a run before it gets really hot, and then it'll be like seven o'clock. We'll shower, get ready, have breakfast. I'm <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm puking in up. What world? I know. I'm like throwing up like dry ice and blue dye after a warm core breach. It's like toxic. Oh, it's another, not safe. Another holy ring of beta Z just came up. Oh, oh, just I remember being at the Quinto breakfast. And oh. after the whole shenanigans about it being like an hour early, but it was wrong on the, oh. on the schedule. And I was like, what the fuck? And we weren't ready. And we, we had both been, we had just, we had gone for it the night before. And I just remember looking at my plate and it was like two bagels and just hash browns. <laughs> I was like, this is what I need right now. And I just didn't have any time for anyone on the panel. I'm like, why did we pay for this? Oh, especially because we came off of the Klingon lunch with like the best experience <laughs> of our lives. Like that was like we had the table of like I think there was a guy at our table that was from New York, and it was the first time yeah. I'd ever talked to somebody from New York, and he had a strong New York, New York accent. And I was like, I love this guy. And we the, that poor security girl, she gave us that bottle of wine, and yeah, there's Dorn and all of them on stage, and it was just like so epic. And then <laughs> and then we go to that where we're just like. Oh God. I was like, cause I cared so much about Fuck. how I looked back then. Like I had to straighten my hair and I had to do the yeah. makeup and I had to do like, now I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Like this you is get my what cosplay. You get. Okay. I'm tired. I'm a tired star. I know it's my cosplay. It was a whole thing. Up. Oh no, you froze. Oh, this is the first live on rewind yes, to the you airport frozen. and on the plane. Oh no. Oh, we got still? a glitch in the matrix. No, you're good. I, oh, my in- my internet connection is unstable. It's oh, oh. <sighs> I guess that we're gonna have like to wrap this up problem. pretty soon. We should. I have to pee. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So anyway, that's that was what I wanted to talk about was that whole build up for STLB because we're not going obviously this year. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. I miss that kind of excitement. <sighs> the emails of like, guess what just got announced, or guess what I'm gonna buy, or I'd plan oh my, my whole God. wardrobe. <clears throat> this is what I'm gonna wear and like yeah. laying it all out and trying to like just make it so and I have so many videos where I was counting down I'm like it's the day of the trip psych is still 80 days away and I'm <laughs> making videos about it I'm gonna look at those maybe I'll see if I can post them on the Twitter yeah good idea on the all Twitter right. on the Twitter speaking of Twitter here's our social media shut down for the night um do you like podcasts <laughs> do you like Star Trek we are part of a network called Trek Geeks that has so many awesome podcasts, like the one coming soon for Lower Decks It's part of Discovering Trek. Or there's something coming soon, Science Station, a Star Trek and science podcast. There's Polytrex, there's Game Night, there's Five Year Mission. Five Year Mission, they do music. They did music for us. Thank you so much, Five Year Mission. If you Thank like these you. podcasts, you want more details, you can become a Patreon subscriber and you can get all that information on trekgeeks.com. There's also links to fan sets. Facebook. Trek Geeks is on Facebook. There's also their Camp Kittimer, a very positive place to get involved and talk Trek. 
And on Twitter, we're there, Truck Rewind. <laughs> and speaking of rewind, you can use the word rewind in caps locks for 15% off on fan sets. And uh, uh, uh. there's uh, uh, uh. our, that's it. Because we're not on Instagram. We're just on no. Twitter. Yeah. But we love it. I love it. I love Twitter. So tweet me. And thanks to everybody who's been super kind and said really nice things about how much they like the podcast and how funny they think we are. I don't think that's so funny. nice. I think that's yeah. not funny at all. We should do a Stephen Wright type. Anyway, that was fucking lame. Got it. Okay. What do we want to do? Let's do the ghost sex yeah. one. Ghost sex. Rosa. Ghost sex. Ghost sex. Ghost, ghost sex. sex. Perfect. I love it. Awesome. Hey, this was fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm yeah, it was it. fun. So good to see you too. You too. I might watch that episode yeah. this weekend coming up or this week. It's a good that one. That sounds nice. Yeah. Cool. Do it. Do All it. right, darling, my love. You have a wonderful night. Two Enjoy thumbs those green up. beans. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. That was easy. Enjoy those prom kebabs. Oh, I will. <laughs> to Bet your candy just won. What? Pearly. Pearly. Bye. London drugs. <laughs> Come on.